this week on the podcast, it's all about this or that, making choices in Epcot. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, Carrie. Hello, Fran. How are you? Great. <laughs> Just great. That, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh my goodness, Carrie, it's good to be chatting with you again. We have some we have a lot of fun on this podcast episode coming up and uh, it took a little bit of preparation. <laughs> I had to do some, I had to do some prep because and I'm hosting sort of. <laughs> so we invited Chris from the, we like theme parks podcast on and yes. we're, we're doing sort of a, this or that episode where you're giving us a couple of choices and we get to pick what we what we like to choose this what? or that Epcot edition. And honestly, I, I suggested me um, hosting it because I thought I was going to get out of pixie dust, but I did that. That, that, back, <laughs> that backfired, I think. So, well, and you have, my some, lesson. you have some pretty good pixie dust <laughs> <laughs> and you got to participate in the this or that too. So we kind of, yeah. all three of us got to, got to share stuff. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a pretty fun episode. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Yeah, me too. So Chris, we are happy to have you on the podcast with us. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We have Chris from We Like Theme Parks. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here, Francine. Thank you very much. I'm repaying a favor because we've dragged you onto our podcast a few times. That's true. Because you have a wealth of knowledge and we abused you on the show. <laughs> we made you do how many reviews of hotels? 40, oh my 30? goodness. It, yeah. it was it was insane. It was it was pretty intense. A lot of pressure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thirty second rounds on every hotel on property. Right. Good times. <laughs> it was, and I think I realized that I care about the food way too much. So, <laughs> well, about as much as I do. So it was all good. Uh, yeah. No, I'm so excited to repay the favor to be back. Uh, you gals are great. It's it's fantastic to meet Carrie. Uh, hello. It, not exa- essentially in person, but you know, virtually. How's it going? Okay. So this is uh, this is great. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, you know what I find when I see when when you when Fran said we like we like theme parks, I think we like theme parks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever yeah. say. I think if I if I was to tell somebody about the podcast, that I have to like stop myself and be like, it's called We Like Theme Parks because I want to say we like theme parks. <laughs> well, you know, you've got you've nailed it because that's the energy, right? Where <laughs> We try to be a little more fun and playful and silly and creative. And that's kind of our, you know, that's our meat and potatoes. So that's the energy. We like theme parks, you know. It's like, that's how I say it. We Good. Well, it totally thanks. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the branding. Branding is pretty right. solid there. You fantastic. did a good job. <laughs> it totally is. And you guys always have such fun segments and guests, uh, you know, present company excluded. But you always Stop. have such great stuff. I love, you know, I love when you do the armchair Imagineering. It's such a great segment. It's so creative. Thank you. Yeah, wow, that's great. It's fun, but it's fun to come up with stuff, right? And, and who knows who's listening? Maybe there's an Imagineer that is going <laughs> to steal my stuff and it's going to be in the parks. And then I'm going to be like, can I get some comps? So it's the story. That you know, would be we'll, fun. When that happens, I'll bark up that tree. But yeah, it's just fun. We recently did, if you check out the latest uh, on the We Like Theme Parks podcast, uh, today we dropped a Thanksgiving pod where we created Thanksgiving overlays of different rides. <laughs> Pretty ridiculous. That's uh, awesome. So if you check out uh, the pod, I'll give I'll give some of your audience uh, a, a little treat. Here's a purview into our episode. Uh, my pitch was to bring back uh, extraterrestrial encounter slash Stitch's Great Great Escape and make it about a turkey. So XS Tech has. <laughs> The world is devoid of turkeys. There's no more turkeys. They're extinct. This is in the future, obviously. So XS Tech has found a way. They found a planet that has these turkeys. So they're going to zap some turkeys back over. But what happens? They get the turkizoid, humanoid, and then this turkey is attacking the audience. So, you know, the audience, it all goes black. And they're like, Where's, where is it? You hear, 
that's <laughs> I think anyway. that sounds just as scary as the original two versions. I think so. <laughs> scary, but also funny, and maybe some cranberry sauce. Who knows? Uh, oh my goodness! That's, that's kind of like that's kind of the stuff we do on the show. For everybody listening, it's the We Like Theme Parks podcast. Uh, you're on all the players, and you have two fabulous co-hosts. Uh, you have Mark and Miriam, who are both very funny, energetic. They they match you toe-to-toe for all of the stuff. So uh, for everyone listening, go check out their podcast. Guys, thanks for the plug. Plug, <laughs> well, plug, a plug. I love it. It's great. When uh, we, yeah. When we talked about doing this episode, Carrie and I were saying, you know, it would be fun to talk to you about, um, to get your perspective on what it's like visiting the parks, because we do it a little differently. Uh, you, well, because you have a family and you're taking little ones and you have a very unique perspective when you're traveling that we, you know, Carrie and I don't necessarily bring to the podcast. We have lucky, 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 lucky. Go on. (laughs) Yeah. We, you know, I've traveled with kids. I have, you know, I take my nephew's kids. I traveled with them and it's always a treat, but it's not necessarily my every vacation plan. Uh, But, you know, you have little ones to consider and yours are, yours are small, right? How old are they? They're five and three. So they're pretty wee, but I will say, and I think you guys will appreciate this. We've been to Disney four times since we've had kids, uh, including uh, uh, Tokyo. We took the kids to Tokyo to do Tokyo Disney. And we want to do the China parks next year. Wow. So uh, we're pretty, we like to, get, to, to hit all the parks. Uh, <laughs> and the kids have been really spoiled. You know, the friends yeah. are like, oh, we've been to Disney World. They're like, cool, we've been to Tokyo Disney Sea. No big deal. And yeah. they're, you know, five. <laughs> you know, uh, so it's kind of become a part of their culture like it is ours, you know, which is great. And all they talk about is the next Disney trip or the next Disney experience. And, uh, you know, they're into princesses and Star Wars and all the, the stuff. So it's uh, something we can share as a family, too, which is nice. Uh, and, yeah, it it definitely definitely is a different experience so there is some jealousy on my part when i when i talk to mark and miriam and other guests on the show and they're like oh i'm doing a solo trip or i'm there with my friends and i'm like how many times are you dodging into the bathroom to change a diaper on that trip huh? <laughs> uh, i'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you a quick tidbit i remember the first time I, when we only had mason um who's our five-year-old now and she was a year and a half and we went to disneyland and i was like this is it oh my wife was pregnant with the next one so she was upset because she couldn't go on any rides. And I was like there with my mom. And my mom was there to help because my wife was pregnant. Anyway, I got my one and a half year old. I'm so excited. It's her first Disney trip. And I'm like, we're going to do this. And we run in. We, we rope drop. And I'm like, we're going to run to Peter Pan. We're going to get at the front of that line. Uh, and what do you know? We r- run up to Peter Pan. And we're about to get in the queue. And... She peed her pants and we didn't get in the queue and uh, we spent the next half hour in the bathroom changing her clothes, drying her off, came out, queue was, you know, packed and we didn't go in it. Um, Welcome to children on trips, friends. Uh, But you got to grain of salt it and you got to just, that's fine. So we're not going on Peter Pan today or we're going to wait for two hours. You just got to press on, (laughs) but it is definitely a different trip. Oh, that's definitely very different than our trips. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah, I've only ever been with kids as the auntie. And when you're the auntie, you, it's totally different. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're the cool one. You're yeah. like, you want to go on that scary ride with, with Auntie Carrie? Like, uh, do, I yeah. care if, do I care if the kids have showered or, or, <laughs> yeah. or, or brushed their teeth or whatever? Well, I don't care. Just get uh, ready so we can go to the parks. Yeah, just yeah, we can rope drop, guys. Come on, let's move. Yeah, <laughs> Or I'm going to go without you because you're not my kid. So peace. Yeah. Uh, lucky, lucky, lucky. I'm saying it again. So en- enjoy all your trips, guys. Well, and good job for you for raising your kids Disney. Like, that's the best. That's the way to, you know, raise them oh, on it, those parks. Yeah. Turn them into junkies. Turn them into Disney The Disney brainwashing nerds. has begun. The Disney-nerding is official. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pumped to get them to Universal sometime, too, because I'm also... On the show, we do Disney and Universal. A lot more Disney. But uh, everything's too scary over there. <laughs> so there's yeah. nothing really for them yet. But uh, my, my daughter's starting to watch the Jurassic Park cartoons. I got to say, 
get a hand it to Disney and to like things like Jurassic Park. They do a really great job making stuff for younger kids to get them into the brand. Yes. Uh, last show, you guys were talking about the uh, Halloween, pardon me, the Xmas uh, Lego, Lego special for Life Day. Uh, we did a whole pod about Life Day recently, about the original Life Day, not Lego. Whoa, totally different. <laughs> uh, and the Lego, there's a ton of Lego Star Wars stuff. And if you want to brainwash one of your young kids into getting into Star Wars, I my first offering is Droid Tales. What an amazing show that oh, really... Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, Francine. You literally will get the entire arc of the prequels and the original, like, uh, four to six in these fun 30-minute pocket episodes uh, of Lego. So it's very tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make fun of all the kind of weird things. They like get rid of Jar Jar in the first two minutes of the episode, like <laughs> funny stuff. But the kids are getting the, the story beats of the actual films. Uh, and it's done in a comedic way. Um, and it's really easy for the kids to kind of follow along. My daughter, she loves droid tales. Her favorite character is a battle droid named Roger. You know how they say Roger, Roger. All the time. She's like, daddy, I love the battle droid. I'm like, what? You Chewbacca? No, we got Princess Leia. It's okay, battle. Okay, okay. What do you want? What do you want to be for Halloween, honey? A battle droid from Star Wars. <laughs> Costumes not readily available, but yeah. Um, but it's a great segue, and I will say the all the content they make and that Lego uh, Christmas special is great, funny. Uh, really mixes in again all the timelines uh, for everyone to enjoy. So it's uh, wow. it's great fun. I still so. haven't watched it. I, I am, I am, Carrie. It's on my list. The Lego Star Wars. Yeah, I'm, it's it's on the list. <laughs> Perfect. Get on that list. Uh, and just any parents who are listening to your show and you want to get your kids into Droid Tales to get them into Star Wars, check it out. And th- on the same note, if you're a Jurassic Park fan, they have the Camp Crustaceous now, which is for kids to get into Jurassic Park. And it's working. Oh. My kids are talking about dinosaurs and this. It's fantastic stuff, and that's on Netflix. Sorry, am I not allowed to talk about? Is it? it has to be Disney? I no, no. <laughs> we talk about everything. We, you know, we had the whole segment on the Karate Kid. So, because oh, you're watching Cobra Kai, right? Of course, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, what a great show. The best. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's all about Ralph Macchio. Okay, um, are yeah. you guys ready to play? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ready Gary, to play. Tell us what you tell us what you've kind of got. So you set it up that we're you're going to give us two things to choose from and then yes. we got to pick and then tell why we right. like them. So it's this or that. So it's this or that Epcot version. So I have a, a few things to go through. So yeah, just your uh, why you choose this or that and then uh, the reason why. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. I'm Sounds in. good. Let's go. So, <clears throat> let All right, my... Carrie, you've got <laughs> your... Oh, She's got an Epcot map out. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm actually prepared. I'm pulling my map. Okay. So this is the joke that we always have on the podcast is that Carrie likes to be a lot more prepared than I do, mm-hmm. um, which is why, of course, she was the one to come up with the this or that so that you and I could do it because she's, you know. And I was excited that like, I didn't have to play. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Let me run. the Let me run the game. OK, yeah. this All or right. that Epcot version, Epcot version. Numero uno, number one, this or that. The Food and Wine Festival or the Flower and Garden Festival? Oh. So how does this work? Do I just jump in? You or go, we'll let, you we'll go let our, get, We'll let you our guest to go, go first. first. Yes. yes. We'll, we'll mean, flip back and forth. Food and wine. Come on. It's food <laughs> and wine. Huh? Or flowers? Come on. It's food <laughs> and wine. Huh? Enough said. I, I can go into details if you'd like. I like food. I like wine. <laughs> Most people do. I know you guys do. We do. There's. I can look at flowers online. All right. I'm going to eat the food and drink the wine. Merry okay. Christmas. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving. All right. What about you, Fran? I surprisingly, I would go with flower and garden. What? I know. I I think because when I visit, food and wine is traditionally so busy, mm. and. I kind of like it. You still get the food booths. They're, maybe they're not as plenty. Um, 
But I think I like, I love the topiaries that they have. Like, I love the Beauty and the Beast, the Snow White and the Dwarfs and, you know, and they move them around. So every year they, they're in different spots. Well, except Mm. Pooh Bear. He's usually always in the, in the same spot. Um, but they move them around and I just, I love them and I love getting pictures of them and yeah. yeah. And they're they're, beautiful. They're still everywhere around. That's a thing. Like 10 years ago, you know, you would say, I like to, I like food and I like wine, but now like there's food and wine at both of them. So I think if you more of a, if you like botanical things, you might be, you know, that you like food and you like the the flower. Yeah. Well, totally fair. I think that maybe one of the reasons why I lean more towards food and wine is because I'm a husky gentleman and I like to eat. <laughs> now, would you, would the, what, how many booths would you, would you try? Would you taste in a given food and wine festival visit? Well, it depends on my kids. Uh, but I would say I get to at least three. Three is kind of my magic number. <laughs> and I try to pick ones that I haven't been to in trips past. Right. So you can, so there's I'm, always something new too, right? Yeah. And my wife likes to eat a lot of weird stuff. So she's the first one to, to find the weird stuff and like stick it in my mouth. And I'm like, I, I don't want any. Oh, you know. Uh, so we definitely try to explore. Meanwhile, we got mac and cheese and chicken nuggets for my wretched children. So. <laughs> Did I say wretched? I mean, I love them. I love them. They're, they're lovely. They're beautiful. They look like me. I love them. <laughs> okay, the next one. This one's probably the one you thought would be the number one question because I think this is what everyone would think as a this or that. So, Soren Around the World or Test Track? Oh. How about you, Fran? It's got to be Soren. It's got to be Soren. If it was just... Um, you know what I don't like about Test Track? I don't like... The whole pre-show thing and it just the cue the whole thing it just bugs me um i think soren is just i think it's just beautiful i think it's just beautiful i love soren so yeah it's got to be that although i yeah soren soren sounds like you're about to change your mind well, no, maybe, no, 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 well, no, no, no. I'm saying Soren. Well, because I think I, I prefer the original Soren over the new Soren. Yeah, that was my. That was kind of a secondary part to my question. Oh, was that sorry. I jumped was, ahead? Well, you jumped ahead, but I didn't yeah, know. like so. After Chris tells us his, what is the like? Do you guys have a preference between old Soren, new Soren, and old test track and new test track? Too. So, uh, ooh, okay. Well, I'm going to start with agreeing with Francine. I will take a Soren over a test track all day. I mean, first of all, that song. Da, 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 <laughs> Everybody, how close majestic your eyes. and epic! And I'm flying and I'm smelling stuff. That's pretty cool. It is. Uh, it's a beautiful ride for everybody, and uh, test track is cool. I mean, it was the first time we saw that uh, kind of. Uh, technology uh, in the parks, like at Florida parks. And it's pretty amazing. I The original one was literally more like a test ride. And now the new one has the Tron aesthetic. It feels a little bit more futuristic. The big moment where you blast through the doors is still pretty exceptional and, and fun. And that is one of the, I think, I believe it's actually the fastest coaster mm-hmm. or, or ride in all the parks. Mm-hmm. So that counts for something. Mm-hmm. But there's something so beautiful and seamless about Soren that there's just a grandeur to it that I, going fast in a car just doesn't make up for it. So I, I'm with you on Team Soren. Team yep. Soren, yeah. Old old Soren or new Soren? Because the I think the old Soren is. I just yeah, I love the old Soren. I really do. The new one, it's beautiful, but it's just I feel like they almost overreached. They didn't need to go that far out for it. Like, did we n- really need to soar around the world? Like, we could have tightened exactly. it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I think they're both great. But yeah. I, 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 I don't complain. I'm like, where are we soaring over? But it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think for me, it's the music. Like, the music is something, the actual, like, I could I could never soar around the world again. So I probably currently would pick Test Track over soaring around the world. because Oh, really? Yeah, Why? I like soaring over California. I love soaring over California. I don't like soaring around the world. And and I know I have some friends that love around the world just because they were so dang sick of soaring over California. 
right? They were yeah. glad to see something new, but I don't know. I love the music. I love, like, I could go on, the, I would just close my eyes and pretend I was soaring over California, I suppose. People love that jam. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. It's a great tune. I, yeah. I will say that I really, as a parent, being on Soaring Around the World and watching my kids go, what is that? What is that? It was pretty cool. That That's the cool. Eiffel Tower. That's the you know, Taj Mahal. It was pretty cool uh, just to see mm-hmm. things that, Whoa, uh, I don't know, but they're both wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I have a dream of being on Flight of Passage with the Soren soundtrack going on. Oh, way better! Yeah, <laughs> I would oh, yeah. love that. I that would, would be love the perfect that. mashup. It really would. Like considering we're soaring around the world now, I think let's just like just let me. That'd be my. That would be if if I could do one thing, I'd be like, let me go on that ride, pipe in the Soren music, yeah. and I just want to see what it's like because I think it would work. I really think. But wait, 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 wait. They would put the music in, but the same view. So you would still be on it's the banshee. It's flight of passage. Like you're on whole... a banshee, but you're piping in the Soren, the Soren soundtrack. Oh. I think it would work. Let me meet you in the middle here. I pitch. <laughs> I'm pitching. Change the video. Make it all smooth sailing. This banshee is. There's no dog fight. There's no. We got it. We're yeah. not going We're in a hurry. It's that song and this glorious, glistening True. flight through Pandora. That's what I want. And then maybe and that's would... why you armchair imagineer, you plussed my idea to where I've, it needed I'm to be. I'm here to plus. <laughs> but I'll say this. I have never once gotten through what, all of Flight of Passage with my eyes open because it makes me barf. So let's, <laughs> yeah. slow oh, no. let's slow this jam down, you know? It's like, did I take my drama mean to sm- – oh, no. So, uh, yeah, I'm down for some – some, a lot of wind in my face. And <laughs> slow it down, and that and that jam, of course. That was that music. It's beautiful. That's a great awesome. pitch. Yeah. <laughs> See, good idea, Carrie. See, you everyone gotta... feels the positivity. Yeah, I yep. love it. Okay, so next is Chippendales uh, Harvest Feast at Garden Grill or uh, Akershus Royal Banquet Hall. This or that? Which one would you choose? You had one Chris, character I'll let meal. You go first. Okay. And this was going to be it. I mean, we're talking about Oktoberfest, right, guys? Hello. <laughs> that's which way I'm going, all right? I want I want a beer that's so big that it's going to sploosh onto the floor before I make it to my table. And uh, and, a, and a big old, like, Oktoberfest sausage. Uh, I don't need to see any chipmunks. If I have this, this great Oktoberfest experience... Um, it's big food. I'm a big guy. It's arty. <laughs> um, that's what I want to say. You know, what is it? Prost or Grolsch or whatever. You know, let's get in on that. I, I'll see a chipmunk later. No big deal. No big deal. So uh, that's, I'm going to go uh, that way. See, and, and we ended up, see, this is perfect because it is that I would totally go with Chippendale. I will, I have to be honest. I have never been to Akershire's. Um, and I know, you know, I've been inside the Germany Pavilion to eat in the um, the banquet hall, but I've never been to to Akershire's. Is the, I don't even know if that's how you say it. And I'm always you guys, never... Akershire's is the is Norway. Is Norway? Oh, the princesses. The princesses. Yes. Oh, oh. I thought we were talking about the German. I probably girl. did because I didn't say it properly. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, wait. Let me reference my map. Okay, wait, Carrie. You get to... <laughs> Akershire's. That's where the princesses yes. are, right? Yes. Oh, okay. What yeah, I would, the... I would still do Chippendale. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the. I'm looking at Germany dining. Oh, that's the beer garden restaurant. Is that what it's called? Just yeah, the, the beer, beer garden, garden restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were saying beer garden in German or something. <laughs> uh, I got yeah. Some some Disney uh, some Disney experts we are, right, guys? Well, this is a... and, and she's got a map. Hello, Carrie has the map. <laughs> I got the map. Oh man! So wait a minute. So you at at the um, the Germany Pavilion? You I know what beers you're talking about. They're massive. Mm-hmm. They are the big, tall steins. Yeah, I do like that beer. I do. Right. Okay. So, but if if we're circling back, and now you're saying it's princesses in Norway. Yes. Chippendale. I'm going to go to Princess Town because I have kids. I'm living my best Elsa life right now at my house. <laughs> We are into the unknown every day. We are, uh, you know, we're letting everything go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're just living that life. Uh, so if my girls can see princesses and not wait in a line for 40 minutes and a 
cost me a million dollars. Cool. Let's yeah. let's go do that. Um, Chip and Dale. Uh, Chip and Dale doesn't have as much heat with my kids. And for me personally, I mean, I love classic Chip and Dale, those shorts. Now, can we talk about how mean Chip and Dale are for a second? <laughs> have you but watched some of those cute. old shorts? They're cute. <laughs> they're funny. But how mean are they? Why they, are they picking on Donald? What? Just like, give this guy a break. Stop eating all his apples. Yeah. You know? They Stop were mean loitering in his tree. Yeah. They, they, were, they tormented him. Him and Pluto. Yeah. Like Pluto gets it just as bad. <laughs> They're not nice chipmunks. So I won't wait in line for them <laughs> or eat with them. Well, there. one thing about the Royal Banquet Hall, too, though, I think you would get more fare, like, the similar to Germany. So your belly would be happier, too, in addition to the to the princesses. Because I'm I think their food right is now, more... The food is more that way than, than that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Than the, nope. the stuffing and, and, and sustained fish. And <laughs> yeah. The, me- the salad made from the living with the land pavilion and the sustainable fish and all that stuff. I think yeah. you probably you, like the food. You had me at sustained. I'm out. <laughs> okay. I do have to try it, though. That princess meal, it's it's one of those ones where I keep saying, yeah, 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 next time I got to try it. I just I haven't done it yet. So I went it's... years ago with my two nieces, and they were still fairly, like, I guess they were, like, teenager tweens. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you, you, you go on that fancy, you know, you spend the money to do the character meal and whatever, and they like their, they like the princesses. <laughs> and then, like, they bring out the big platter, and, and they're like, is there chicken nuggets? Like, the, it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like, you're big, you know, it's supposed to have all these different types of foods to try, and, you know, and, and we had to, like, um... Can you bring it to some chicken nuggets, please? And you're just yeah. like, oh. I have to. So, I have to ask, and I don't mean to to steer clear away from our game here, but do you guys uh, typically do character dining? Like, I feel like that's a family exclusive thing for kids. But is that as just regular? <laughs> no. You guys are like, got to do it. Got to meet yeah. these characters and eat with them. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have no. I have no qualms about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it we depends tried. on who I'm traveling with, right? Like we try, like if it's something new, we'll try it for sure. And then like depending we did on Topolinos in yeah. in January when we were and, there. And sometimes when you travel, like I travel a lot with just adults, so even like if it's if I'm traveling with some folks, like I went with my scrapbooking friends quite a few years back, and I was we were putting this trip together for them, and and I asked them that like who's your favorite character, so we could pick one or two to go. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. Because I got to say, I was never that interested in character dining until I had kids. And now really? it's a must. Yeah. yeah. Never, I guess. Like it's like the, because it depends, right? Some like the food isn't anything to write home about at some of these character mm-hmm. dining. At some of them. Yeah. Like, uh, like I think Topolino's is an exception. That's that the food. Topolino's was really good. good. And yeah. the other one that was really good is the one on the boardwalk with um, Rapunzel. I that was. That. Oh, I haven't done that one yet. Oh, it was really, really good. Was it? Yeah. I've always really preferred the ones that. that were family style. Like I did like I like Chippendale. Um, yeah, the Garden really Grill good. because it's it's family style. So instead of the big buffet, you know, they bring the the platters to your table. So I've always and that's how um, Acreshurst is too or was like they brought the they brought the platters to your to your oh, table. Okay. So yeah, the last trip we did we did Chef Mickey and uh, again food was like ho hum, but my kids got a lot of run with the the fab four so it was was great and their minds exploded and melted out of their ears so it was you know that that's what you're paying for right Mm -hmm. that's the experience uh but uh, i will say if i may about character dining you will get a better value doing it on the west coast than you will the east coast oh definitely yeah because yeah without a doubt (laughs) because on the east coast what they try to do and i don't like it is it's a one shot you get one visit Mm. And that's and that's all they'll promise. You can ask and go, can they come back again? If you go to the West Coast parks for the character dining experiences, they just keep circulating until yeah. you leave. So yeah. and they have lots we went of to, well, they have lots of characters too. They have more characters moving. They around. have more characters too, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So we were at uh Goofy's Kitchen. Oh, we met everybody five times. And then mm-hmm. finally we had to wait because Goofy was in his kitchen all night. <laughs> we got him at the end of the night. We waited around for Goofy, and my kids were like Kind of like, oh, hey, it's Chippendale again. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's on the characters so much more. Uh, much better value. Just thought I would 
mention that for all your pixie dusters out there. Yeah, I find yeah. a lot of people that are going to Walt Disney World for the first time, like they talk to everybody and they hear about what they should do and everybody wants, they've got Chef Mickey's on their list and, and you always like, I think, well, you know, the food is probably not the greatest or whatever, but I always have, when I'm advising them what to do and then, but I always have to take a step back and think like it's the characters and then I think, imagine you're staying, you're not staying at a deluxe resort near the Magic Kingdom and you're mm-hmm. going to be in the, you're going to get them in that restaurant and that monorail is going to go by. Like, you know, you have to like kind of step back and think like if you were someone that never been before and you're, and you're bringing your kids with all these great classic characters and you're in this hotel that looks something like you've, like you've never seen before. And then that yeah. monorail, you know, sails yeah. on by. Oh yeah. It is something special without a doubt. Just, just to soak in that ambiance in that lobby is something else. Oh, so sometimes you don't even have to go in that restaurant to enjoy that ambiance. Well, you could go Wink. to Contempo Cafe. <laughs> yeah, you go to Contempo Cafe yeah, <laughs> or the uh, Outer Rim if you want to have a drink over by the the side there. Yeah, Carrie's absolutely. rolling her eyes because we played this hide and seek game once on the podcast. Yeah, and um. I kept hiding in the contemporary because it's my favorite spot. She hid everywhere. She hid everywhere where we knew she would hide. Like uh. as soon as she started talking, I was like, "Contempo Cafe." Like you're supposed to hide somewhere where I'm not going to be able to find you. The person that goes with you to Disney all the time, like you. Should- it's my favorite spot. <laughs> okay, Red let's move on gamer. to the next one. This one might be the most debatable one that I have on the list here. Okay. When you enter the World Showcase, do you go left to Mexico? Or right to Canada. <laughs> this or that. Francine? I usually... There's go... no usual. You have one choice. Which one is it? Well, it depends. Because if There's I'm no staying depends. at one of the boardwalk resorts, we come in through the other way. You're entering... So we're already through, there. You're in, no, it's the rule... You're entering the... You're entering the... From the front gates. You're not then staying I'm at the probably, boardwalk. I am probably going to Mexico. Probably. I'm going to Mexico because we're going to start there. It's probably 11, 1130. It's nice to pick up some nachos, maybe a margarita, go into the Mexico pavilion and and work our way around. Okay. How about you, Chris? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's pretty much the same answer, but I (laughs) do it wrong. And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Mexico is my favorite pavilion, but I always forget one thing. Doesn't open until 11. So... I always run in at rope drop and I'm like, let's just get to the world showcase. Let's, let's, let's work it. And we'll hang up, go up there, hang a left. And I'm like, let's go see the three caballeros. And they're birds of a feather. Come on, everyone. Oh, sir. Senor. <laughs> 11 o'clock. Oh, right. Um, Back you go. Yeah. Go to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also because I do want to have those margaritas, uh, you know, Probably more lunchtime-ish than at 10 o'clock in the morning, too. So, But I have to agree with Francine, especially with the Skyliner in now. A lot of people, that is their access into the park. So you're coming from the rear of the park now. And if you go too early, like you're going there to rope drop, say, Frozen Ever After, they're going to force you to go away. You're no, you don't get to pick anymore. It's Everybody can go line up that way. Um, we've all done the run to Frozen Ever After coming off the Skyliner. Uh, it's yeah. a it's a fun run, uh, <laughs> but uh, you did you did preface it all with you're coming through the front door. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm also. And I think a we're in a world now where you are going to be able to walk into Ep- Epcot and you're really going to contemplate: Do yeah. I go right to France or t- yeah, France, or do I go left to the UK? That's yeah. just something new. It's That'll be a reality. New. So many people will have that. Well, not just the boardwalk and, and beach club people will have yeah. the dilemma now. It'll be everybody that's coming in that way. They're going to have to decide. I like to go to Canada because that's where my home, that's where I'm from. And I like to just go check to make yeah, sure but- that it still is cheesy. It still looks like home. They're still selling $4 chocolate bars. Maybe, Some you know, maple walk in syrup. I like to walk in and see all the kids where they're from and be like, hey, I'm from there too. And I like to see where everybody, <laughs> and then I carry on. Can I tell you a story quickly since we're talking yeah. about the Canadian Pavilion? I have written a letter to Disney's uh, Imagineering Department, petitioning for poutine. There's the poutine stand out there. Come on, guys. Like, yeah. Canada's known for one food, one, and you don't mm-hmm. have it? You have a but, T-shirt that says poutine, but you don't have the poutine? But do you think yeah. they would do it right? 
That's the, that's why I wonder, should we like, of course, because they're going to bring French Canadians, right? They're going to bring French Canadians to the pavilion. That's true. They're going to be, they're going to be 19 and fresh out of university and they probably don't even know how to make it, but they'll figure it out. But they're going to know poutine. poutine. You're going to get it properly done and you're going to have it in Canada. I think that's the, Mm -hmm. how, how, how do you miss that? Like they have it at the refreshment outpost or whatever, just next to it. And it's horrible. It's not good. It's, oh, it's not good at all. But it doesn't it's, like they're not owning it as a part of the Canadian mm, experience, no. and they should be. It should be Beaver Tail, you know, Putin, all that stuff, right out front, like right beside the totem pole. Boom, yep. Putin. Uh, I wrote them a letter, and I did not <laughs> get a response. I will say, I, nothing happened. But I, I was very like, you know, I could really, I think I could help this company out. Let me, let me give them yeah, a little piece of let information. Let me give them an idea. <laughs> let me give them an idea, and it fell on deaf ears, I suppose. But I'm still holding out. For like real poutine there. Anyway, that would be great. (laughs) This is what a very young Chris Bond did. Like I did that when I was like 19. I'm like, this is is appalling. I got to write in a letter. Because you wrote letters back then. I'm pretty old. So you wrote letters back then. Yeah, poutine, beaver tails, and uh, Tim Horton's stand where they sell double doubles only. Or hot chocolates. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, exactly. Okay, the next one's going to be a quick one. Okay. For sure. Considering the discussions we've had already. Uh, and keep in mind, in this situation, this, this or that, it's like calories don't count and there's no such thing as a hangover. If you had to choose one, would you snack around the world or would you drink around the world? <laughs> Remember, calories don't count and there's going to be no hangover in the morning. I would snack. <laughs> That's why I said it's going to be a quick one. <laughs> no explanation. You do not need to explain any further than that. Chris? I mean, the way I usually do it is I do both. The rule is you have to consume something in the world. Because if I did drink around the world... Well, I, would... I had to do this or that. That's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say eat too. I'm with Francine. I just Quick. couldn't do it. Yeah. I, listen, I would I would be hosed by the time I got to Norway. And it would be a long walk home. You know? Oh, yeah. So uh, I'll stick with the food. At least I'm walking a little bit. So, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't well, feeling so bad about it. And I think I pretty much... There's something that I want to eat in every country. But there's not necessarily something I want to drink in every country. Maybe right. you haven't tried them yet, though. You well, might, that's I'm sure possible, you can find too. Something. But I, I usually end up, there's certain things that I like in, in the world, and then they don't necessarily all mix together. Like, you're going to have a Rosa Regal in, in Italy, and then a beer in Germany. They just, like... Good point. It's you a know, very good point. It, it's, yeah, I, I have a hard time imagining that I won't feel sick at the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, but if you are doing a little bit of that, like having those specialty alcoholic beverages, but meanwhile having specialty like foods along the way, you know, that kind of settles the tum-tum a little bit more. You're not going to, you know what I mean? So that's why I like the consume around the world. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if anyone's on board with it yet, but that's 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 our MO. I like it. Well, and speaking of food, would you guys pick a cronut, which is sort of a Canadian thing? It's yep. that's that's not really Canadian there or mm-hmm. the school bread from the Norway bakery, the Kringle bakery, mm-hmm. a cronut or the school bread mm-hmm. and the cronut could have ice cream. Mm, no, the cronut is perfect. It's perfection on its own in my mind. And I think we've talked about this before. I've never and I know it's appalling for a big Disney fan. I've never had this school bread that you speak of. It's kind of like the big cookie thing in Hollywood Studios that I had never had until January when Carrie made me buy it. Like the it, the, uh, the, the, the carrot cake carrot thingy. Cake yeah, like I'd never had that until January. Um, so, yeah, I've never had the school bread. So it's got to be. And I love the cronuts. Can I say I'm the exact opposite? Really? I've never had a cronut. And every time I go, I always have schoolhouse bread. That's like that's awesome. It's my breakfast. Breakfast is Norway Kringle wow. schoolhouse, and then my kids get cupcakes, and that's our that's breakfast. <laughs> well, and I think we're, the, we're, we're terrible parents, by the way. There's yeah. also that. <laughs> with you the, sound with, like great parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, it's great. Yeah, when, you know, yeah, we'll just pump them full of sugar, and that'll last about forty five minutes. <laughs> Um, till the next, th- till, the, till the next food injection they need. I think the school bread too, though, is sort of like there's so many treats and so many things, but school bread goes way, way back, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was probably one of the like. Is there anything else 
that was, you know, I remember, like back in the old days, where did where did everybody want to eat? They wanted to eat at the at the the the, the, the full service dining at um, Le Cellier. Like that was the hot spot back mm-hmm, in the day. Yep. And it's I and, and it's still a hot spot. And I remember, like, I remember that being popular. And I remember, like, if you Googled, like. 20 years ago, what to eat at Epcot, what snack to eat at Epcot, it would have been the school bread. And there probably wouldn't have been much more else on the list because it was sort of like an original thing, right? Like it is, yeah. it's an original, like Disney must it's have, a, must it's have. A, it's a vintage snack. must have. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that's it's my great. But I, but I will say now, if you have kids, you are almost certainly, unless you got a fast pass, going to Frozen Ever After. So you're there at rope drop. So you're already standing there. It's nine o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever it is. Here's the Kringla. You want to just do it? We're here. So two birds, one stone. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, it is a classic. Like I can't think of a Disney trip that I've gone to Epcot and not had it. That's on our list for next time. For sure. For sure. It's like a Dole Whip. Like you got it. You're there. You got it. That's a good it's in I've that Dole Whip family. I know, but I just, I can't, yeah, it's just never happened. I mean, you were right, though, Carrie, about the carrot cake thingy. We tried that that morning in January, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I've never had this because it's delicious, and now it'll be on my list mm-hmm. every time. Oof. They got to put a big asterisk, like, on your marketing, like, never had schoolhouse bread. Like, exactly. It's kind of like a Do a we must, trust her? You know? I don't right? know. Right? Exactly. Never, I mean that—that's vintage Disney, man. I know. Do you know who Mickey Mouse is? Just check. <laughs> I've got two more. I the did, next I one did, will I probably did. be a quick one. <laughs> okay. So you're you're looking for a place to hang out with your pals, to to chill out for a little while after a long walk around Epcot. So again, depending on where you start your day, maybe would help you decide what your answer is. But would you rather go for margaritas in Mexico or would you go for a pint in UK? This or that? What would you do, Francine? I'd go to the UK for a pint. I would. What would you do, Chris? La cava de tequila. Si, senor. Like, honestly, as we go through this and we get, and I hear these, I hear what you guys are saying and get to know Chris a little bit better. Like, I could probably make some of these up on the go to, like, suit you guys better. And that one, I like, as I was saying, I'm like, I think I know what Chris is going to say. I know Fran's going to say that she's going to go to UK because I know Fran. But I didn't know what you were going to say. And then after a couple questions, I thought, He's going to go for Mexico. You know, yeah. pretty predictable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah the, you know, I, I love the, I love the, the pub in the UK as well, but I'm less of, I'm just not a beer guy. And I just think there's a little bit more. I just yeah. love that. The, the Mexican pavilion. I love yeah. being in that square that there's, there's always something happening. The atmosphere. Um you know, my family's half British, so I, I've done a, a lot of English pubs, and it's an English pub. It's authentic, but it's mm-hmm. an English pub where I can be in this like uh, celebration on the uh, in the town square in Mexico. Just a different feeling entirely, and you know, shots, shots, shots. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I kind of paired those two together because I think those are like to me those are the two places where you would kind of like get together and hang, like I could see you kind of hanging out or, or, oh, yeah. you know, like Both socializing and, and whatever, because you know, whether the, it's Mexico or just the margaritas and like yeah. around that area, you see a lot of people hanging out and waiting just in the margarita kind of milling line and, around. and milling around or whatever. And that's the same, at, at, you know, in UK when it's busy, you see people, they're either waiting for a beer or they're, or they've got a tray of fish and chips in their, in their <laughs> yeah. paws. Right. So, yeah, I, I would say at the end of the day too, if you're getting close to fireworks time, you're going to see a lot of people milling about in uh, the UK because mm-hmm. that's like premium fireworks watching area. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the happening. That's a great spot to land at the end of the day for drinks and viewing. So both expert choices, Carrie, I'm impressed. <laughs> okay. I do love the Mexico pavilion, though. I love being inside there. I love the I, I love the theming of that. I really do. I'm just more of a beer gal than I am a margarita gal. Ole. Yeah, Ole. I'm also going to mention that my kids love, and I don't mean like or enjoy, love the Three Caballeros. So yeah. they know the song, they sing it all the time. We're watching Disney movies from the 40s, guys. 
crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a hit all the way around. The food, yeah. the atmosphere, the attraction. You don't have to wait in a line to get on that boat. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so listen, we love all these pavilions. <laughs> who, who, who are we kidding? <laughs> who are we kidding? We love them all. I love, I love that attraction so much. Uh, the song, everything about it. But I love that. And, you know, there's mixed reviews online of whether this is true or not. I absolutely swear by it because I remember it. Um, there is footage in that ride from If You Had Wings, the original attraction at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom, way back before Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin or whatever. There was an attraction that taught you what you could do if you could fly, if you had wings. And it was by Delta Airlines or whatever. And there was a part in that ride where people are jumping off this cliff and they're diving. Mm -hmm. And they've got that footage in that, in the three Caballeros in Mexico. Same footage. It's amazing. And and swimming at the bottom of that little pool is Donald. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. Got to hand it to Disney to recycle. I love it. I love it when they do that stuff. Oh, what else do we have for free that I put in here? Uh, The diving guys? Yeah, get that. (laughs) Get that that old footage. That's Mexican, right? Mm -hmm. I think so. They look Mexican. Okay, I got one more. My last one's a throwback, and I and I and I didn't go to Epcot a long, long, long time ago, so I don't even know if these pairings are comparable or. (laughs) But I wanted to put a throwback in. I wanted to put something from the good old days in there. So, if if you could return one ride to Epcot, I think this is probably funny. If you're going to return one ride to Epcot, would it be Horizons or Ellen's Energy Adventures? Oh, I didn't boy. want to put Body Wars. I'm trying to think of some of some things that I oh, remember. I body uh, Wars. And I was hoping that both of you would, would uh, be able to uh, answer that and have have a good answer. Because I don't know if it's even a good this or that. So, let, And what I'll, a way to end it with my best one. That's a good one. So, you're on, good Chris. One. <laughs> Me? Okay. Uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Horizons. Guys. Agreed. Oh, yeah, Horizons is amazing. Do you know why they got rid of Horizons? Because there was a sinkhole underneath it. It was going to sink into the ground. Like, we better get rid of this thing. Uh, (laughs) This is not safe. Somebody get this ride out of here. Um, Beautiful ride. Really captured the theme of Epcot. Of progress and uh, technology. And, I mean, that was Epcot. That, That was Walt's dream, you know? So... I feel like that's kind of the the carousel of progress's mm. answer to Epcot Center, and I'm sorry that they it's they haven't figured out a way to. I don't know if they bring back the old ride, but there should be a new Horizons because if they mm-hmm. if they really were looking to instill that sensibility still in the parks, but we all know now with the new Epcot era that's coming, and it's a little bit less about that experience, a little bit more IPs, a little bit more you know nature uh, experience there's a lot of different looks now coming in i don't so i don't think that would ever happen but uh yeah i remember vividly going on that ride as a kid and looking for it later and finding out that it was going to sink into a hole so uh, <laughs> is there anything else that like again because i know that i know that question was a bit of a joke because i didn't know what to put as the other half to it so like is there anything else in epcot's history that would be worthy Maybe not. Maybe nothing can beat Horizons, but anything worthy to go against it in a this or that that you guys can remember? Like, because I kept thinking like old because, you know, I know people really love the original um, imagination, like Figment Ride, right? Like, you know, I've heard people always talk about that going back to the original. Um, But yeah, like I know, like a lot of this, like there's stuff there that that's it's has changed over the years. But I wasn't sure if there was anything that was long gone that was sort of, you know. That people uh, would want to come back. What would want to have come back? I mean, Ellen's Energy Adventure is no woofer. I mean, it was a it was a good attraction. Mm. Uh, I mean, it was a great ride. I had Mm. the best naps on that thing. The best naps. Uh, I got forty minute nap in the middle of your day. Hello, not. (laughs) I don't like attractions that are that long. Like that, yeah. I always have an issue with attractions that are that long, and you're you're kind of I like quote unquote stuck for forty minutes. Well, that, do you remember? Do you remember the old uh, tram tour at uh, MGM when it opened? Oh my god, it was over great, two yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it, all day or on this one ride. Was exactly. Like, I didn't like that one either. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan. Everybody's going to curse me. The great movie ride. You know, I liked the theme. I liked the idea, but it was too long for me. Um, so yeah, I would never pick Ellen's, but yes, Horizons. I, I loved Horizons. You know what would be nice if they brought back? Kitchen Cabaret. Oh Great yeah. Great idea. Love I, did, I didn't think of that. That would have been a good them. one. I loved Kitchen Cabaret. That was, that was such a great little show and, and music and singing and dancing. And yeah. It felt like Chuck E. Cheese. Like good yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> like what, in the, like on the, uh, on the Muppets and Sesame Street when they open up the fridge and the bread and the milk and the cheese and the, everything talks to you. Oh, yeah. Is that what Kitchen yeah, yeah. Cabaret was? Yeah. Kind of, but a lot bigger. Yeah. Probably <laughs> uh, better. Yeah. Bonnie yeah. Appetit was the host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good one, yeah. for sure. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Horizons was, they're all great. I mean, I, I, I miss a lot of attractions uh, that have not, that aren't there anymore. Uh, what about Captain EO? Like, I mean, that was, you, know, you can say what you say about Michael Jackson, but at the mm-hmm. time, it was state of the art. It was it like was? incredible. Mm-hmm. Um that was a big deal. And I agree with Journey into the Imagination. It's still there, though, so it's hard to be like... Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, the original was the best, but, you know, yeah. you still you want to go see Figment? He's there, so... Well, Figment's such a great great idea, great character. You know, <laughs> I just think it's... Oh, I love Figment. Uh, but I'm excited yeah. to see what the, what's to come for Epcot. I mean, I miss so much of the old stuff, but I think there's some great stuff coming in store. Oh yeah, and I think I think you're going to see a little Figment reboot too. I think they're going to so. he's going to be that icon that I think that they're missing. Like if they're looking for fun in Epcot, I think they're starting to integrate IPs, but let's not forget about the guy that made Epcot and that's Figment. And maybe even the Dreamfinder uh comes on back home, which would be really great. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we're seeing Figment on a lot more things and you know, the festivals, he's making lots of appearances, so yep. I'm really excited about that. This um, I, this was really fun, Carrie. Like you did, like I, I gotta hand it to you. You did good, Carrie. Nailed it. It was amazing. <laughs> and Chris, <laughs> it was so fun to get your perspectives on this stuff. Well, thanks. I had a blast just yapping and making jokes. It was a good time. I know my perspectives are kind of funky, but and apparently to Carrie, quite predictable. So uh, after a few of them. Like he's gonna go for the booze. Yeah, no. He did. <laughs> well, when, but I, I, I want. It's hard when, like, because I know Fran so well. So I'm trying to like do this or that 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 are a little bit different because, you know, maybe things I'm not quite sure. I'll know exactly how she'll answer. But I like so I know I know Fran very well, and I don't know you really at all. So like trying to like <laughs> like to pick this or that that like I didn't want you all picking the same thing. Like both, like the like, yep, this, this, and I would have been. Well, you did a great job, Carrie. But, but it was, it, I was stressed out a little bit because I wasn't quite sure where to go with my this or that. So I had a whole bunch of them. I had, and I was picking them to see which ones as I as we chatted to see which ones Carrie, I thought would be the best. No stresses at all. No worries. You did great. I answered differently. I said a bunch of goofy stuff. Everybody's okay. happy. Oh, we know we do goofy stuff. You do. <laughs> you like theme parks. We do goofy stuff. Like we were. We're usually pretty goofy. I love it. That's all we do. That's our. That's what we major in over here. Goofy, <laughs> pretty <Major> much. Goofy. <laughs> now, Chris, at the end of every podcast, we share something. Just you know, our own way of reminding ourselves that there's always something good to be thankful for and be happy and focus on the good stuff. Uh, we call it sharing your pixie dust of the week. It can be anything you'd like: food, movie you saw, TV show. Anything at all. Anything that made you happy. What would your pixie dust of the week be? Uh, You know what? It's going to be a bit lame. But in the spirit of having (laughs) children and being the parent that's been on your podcast. uh, This week, my five-year-old read me a book. And it was so amazing to see the progress, especially since we're doing virtual school right now. And in the last since September she's essentially learned how to read uh and so she sat this week and read me a book and I was just floored I was like you read me a whole book that is incredible I love you I'm taking you to Disney 
There you go. That's oh my gosh, that's, awesome. that's pixie so, dust. That was that's my pixie fantastic. dust. Fantastic. Feels pretty amazing when your kid does something like that, and you're like, "All right, I'm, maybe maybe I'm not a terrible parent." No, I am. I'm a terrible parent. I got lucky. I got it's all luck. But nothing to do with me. Oh, that's fantastic. You must have been so proud. What a great moment. It was very nice. It definitely made my way weak. So I'm glad you asked me for some pixie dust because I'm like, I, I, it's all over. I got some right here and a little bit here. And there's <laughs> pixie dust everywhere. So uh, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm happy to share it. But it was a very special moment. Oh, that's awesome. That's I love so it. good. Aww. Yeah, now Carrie and I are both mm. like, oh, now ours is going <laughs> to. Here's my pick. Ask me next. Let me yeah. go. Yeah. What's right, your Carrie? pixie dust? What TV show did you watch? Huh? <laughs> exactly. Did that's the, pretty did, much what I have. Did the. Did one of the bachelors you didn't like on the Bachelorette get tossed? Is that that's how you. Know, that's how we know that Chris does not know me very well. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie doesn't Hello? have cable. Uh, <laughs> I don't well, watch I reality TV show, because so. I don't like. I don't like watching people. I don't like things where people are in real life and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like watching The Bachelor. I don't like watching yeah. American Idol. I don't like watching anything like that where you don't I like feel... cringy. When something's yeah. cringy, you're you're hurting with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. usually steer clear. But okay. but my pixie dust of the week is something that was what something is... that I watched. So ah, um... I called it. <laughs> what is it? What did you it's, watch? Um, well, I it's a Christmas movie, a new Christmas movie, and generally I don't um, like I don't mind Christmas. I like I like Christmas. Uh, to uh, like normal what? sort of Gary, what <laughs> i like christmas like not like uh. more than much more than fran likes christmas and but what? like christmas movies you know i watch elf that's my number one favorite christmas movie elf i watch what? like the muppets christmas carol and maybe i don't know i might watch i might watch one or one more of them i do not watch hallmark christmas movies although oh, no, no, i, I no, craft no. with my aunt on wednesday nights and we've wa- and i have to watch them there Quite comical, but anyways, to my let me get to my pixie dust. Okay. Is that every every once in a while, every couple of years, there's, I I believe that there's a really good Christmas movie that comes out, and I think this year there was one that I'll be putting into my regular uh, Christmas rotation, and it's on Netflix, and it's called Jingle Jangle: A Christmas Journey, and it is a. It, have you watched it, Chris? Yeah. Have you heard of it? it did you like it? I watched it. It was okay. I liked it because it was different. <laughs> I don't want to step on your pixie dust. Okay, uh, don't be stepping on my pixie It was beautiful. It was certainly beautiful. And the music. And great music in yes. it. Yes. Oh, I like beautiful music. Beautiful music. It was <laughs> beautiful music. It was a little, like, it was a little, like, a fantasy and and, and different, whatever. But yeah. I was, I really enjoyed it. And I really loved the music. Like, I loved Forrest Whitaker being the, um, being the main character and, and, and him singing and, and. It has um, Anita Noni Rose, the yep. uh, the the Princess and the Frog, prin- prin- yeah. yeah, Princess yeah, Tiana. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's like I really really enjoyed it. So I'm I'm as excited to have a Disney or not a Disney movie, a Christmas movie to add to my to my collection because I I are, don't really watch them. And I would watch this one probably every year just because I love the music. It was kind of grooving. It was cool. It was different. It was a different story, you know. You like something a little bit more modern music? Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm getting here? Yeah. Because may I may I pitch you a film? It's <laughs> oh a classic. Goodness. Is it a Christmas movie? A, yeah, of course it's a Christmas oh movie. Oh my goodness. I'm going to pitch you a Christmas music. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm listening. Gary, write this down. Okay? <laughs> this is the movie that I watch with my mother every Christmas. And it's not like what you think. You're not going to be like, oh, it's like an old crappy movie. It is old. It's not crappy. <laughs> Scrooge from 1970, the musical featuring Albert Finney. Wow. Leslie Bracusi wrote the music for this thing. He did the Scarlet Pimpernel, Jekyll and Hyde. Beautiful music. Uh, a classic tale. I mean, it's Albert Finney. He's no, you know, he's no mensch. He's, he's good news. Uh, beautiful music. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very, it's a nice thing that anyone's ever done for me. Great tunes. Fun stuff. Christmas, all the feels that you need to feel with that film. Uh, big finale, uplifting. Give it a try. I Give will. Taste, even. I think it might make the back end of your rotation because it is it is an old one. I could, use, jingle, I, could jangle, use, I could use an older movie in my in my rotation. Give it a taste. You might be now like, how will someone like I like how will where can I stream it? Is my next question. Well, that's that I don't know. 
You've given me this great movie to watch that I'm going to uh, fall in love with and put into my Christmas rotation, but now I need to figure out how, how to watch it. I, I own the DVD. I, I did, and I I have very few DVDs, like most people do now. Uh, but uh, I'm sure it's sure. I'm sure it's on YouTube even. Uh, could I'm just, be, but uh, I'm just. Teasing. It is literally my favorite Christmas oh, that's movie, cool. without a doubt. And I like the modern stuff, like. Christmas Vacation is right up there. Oh yeah, for sure. And I find like a lot of the like I find with the musicals and the and the modern things they put out, like they all are this they all are the same. Like or they they look like they're they're Hannah Montana type movie things, or they're a Hallmark movie, which is all the same too. So like I I usually don't even want to watch anything that's Christmas that's new because mm-hmm. I have these assumptions that it's going to fall into one of those categories, right. and it, and I would rather just go watch the things that I watch all the time and and I, we watched because I, I go crafting with at my aunt's house on Wednesdays and we watch Christmas movies because it's Christmas season and we've watched a few of them and this one I was like I really like that because it's yeah. just different and it's fun and it's and it's beautiful and and it's a good story and great singing oh uh, yeah Jingle Jangle was a breath of fresh air I mean the, just the aesthetics and the art direction are you just haven't seen something like this mm-hmm. it's it's super unique and then the music like that pairing of that style of art direction and then this music uh you you wouldn't you wouldn't really see them together but they totally work i felt the story was pretty predictable Mm -hmm. and a little formulaic and you're relying on kid actors and (laughs) yeah it's you know uh but once they got singing and dancing those they all the singing and dancing was great uh unfortunately a lot of the music didn't move the the um i'm a bit of a writer and when i'm not doing podcasts (laughs) and a lot of the songs didn't motivate the action which was a part of Mm. my problem with that movie i'm sounding very nerdy i should stop talking uh next time next time don't say a a musical movie as my pixie does no 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 no, you should because it made it gave you the pixies and the dust well that was my pixie dust i'm not i'm not it it did it did it absolutely did it brought it's it brought me happiness to my christmas season so it it is a it is a great it is a great offering and people should definitely check it out it's (laughs) always good when new stuff comes and this is something of quality that's new i'm just you know what maybe i'm just a scrooge and i can't have joy (laughs) i can't watch a movie and enjoy it it's my own fault so don't listen to me i don't don't enjoy jingle jangle Get your pixie dust. Go get it. There you go. Okay, Fran, what's your pixie dust? <laughs> well, now, like in comparison, mine seems really, you know, you really, lame, but what's your whatever. <laughs> you know what brought me happiness this week? It could so, be anything. Well, it could be anything. And this week, it happens to be um, this landscaping company that I found. They, uh, my, where, where I live, my driveway, it's small, it's tiny, but I'm in a wind tunnel. And when we get snow... I get six feet of it. The people across the street have none. I get all of it. It just all blows in my driveway and it's impossible to get out. And I'm old and I'm tired of shoveling. So I finally found this landscaping company. They are doing the condos across the street. They do all their snow removal and they have agreed to do my driveway for the season. So I don't have to worry about shoveling out after a big snowstorm and the breeze comes and it blows the six feet of snow into my driveway. I don't have to worry. I'm very happy. It'll save my back. That's all I care about. And because I don't have to drive to work in the morning, it doesn't matter about what time they show up because as long as it just gets shoveled at some point, I don't care so that I don't get fined by the city. Pixie dust, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, it's well, Great, I was, I um, I've teased her about it, about having, you know, cause I've seen her driveway. It's not that big of a driveway and I've it's teased, her, I've teased her about it, but she says like, honestly, they, they shovel it out. Like the six guys shovel it out and then there's so much snow. They bring it, they bring the, the plow the and they plow it yeah. out of the way. And I was like, oh wow, that is a lot of snow. I guess it's. Well, because I had someone for years that was doing it and then he lost the contract and he's like, I'm not going to be in the neighborhood anymore. And I thought this year, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to shovel it. Last year, there literally were six people in my little driveway trying to get the snow out. That's how much snow was in there. And if I had to do that myself, I would have been there till spring. So this, this is my, this is my pixie dust. It made me happy. Pixie dust (laughs) it is. Saves That's my good. back. <laughs> well, Chris, this has been so much fun having you on the podcast. Now, where can people find you? At the We Like Theme Parks podcast, obviously. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, check out my podcast. Mom, mom. Uh, you can find <laughs> us 
uh, at welikethemeparks.com. Uh, we're on Instagram at welikethemeparks. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's where you can find us. We're a pretty funny show. If you like Disney and you like funny, maybe a little Universal too. Uh, check us out. It's all lighthearted and warm and positive, just like you guys. Uh, so yeah, that's where you can find us. We're doing a lot of fun things. We're doing the 12 days of Christmas. Are you doing yeah. that again this year? Cause I uh, remember last year you guys did that. Yeah. And, and I remember, I think it was about six episodes in you were like, Oh my goodness. I can't believe we've committed to doing this. Yeah. It was a lot of way more work than we thought it was. We were yeah. Like, are we really doing. So we had a good talk. We're like, are we going to do that again to ourselves? Are you sure? And and why not? Really, you know what? People really liked it. So, you know, when things slow down in the wintertime, you know, especially this year, I think people are really going to be at home. So, you know, it gives people something to look forward to. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing that. So we thought we would jump back in um, with the 12 Days of Christmas. There'll be a lot of Christmas content, a lot of silly stuff. And uh, it's all right there at the We Like Theme Parks podcast. Come check we us out. We like theme parks. Not theme parks. Wow. Well, thanks again, Chris. It's been awesome. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. We love your show. We enjoy it. The positivity you guys bring each and every week is beautiful. We need more of it and appreciate the work you guys do. Thank you. Oh, thank you. La la la. La la la. Doobie doo doo doo. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, you know what to do. Tell somebody about it. That's the best way you can help support us is to tell people, get the word out. And doesn't hurt to leave us a rating and review on whatever podcast player you're listening on. Until next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>